morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal, and I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for March 21st, 2022, the first full day of spring. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. We look to do that here every day. As always, we'd love to hear from you in the comments, and feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com, as well as through all of our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're watching on YouTube, Please smash the subscribe button. Following today's rundown of the top news stories, we'll launch our fourth expert series, this time with our retail expert, Krista Raymer. She'll be talking about all things pricing strategies for cannabis retailers and dispensaries, so stay tuned for that. Some news about events. March 30th will be online for our retail series. This is presented by Vitrina Group and Leafly. We'll be talking about preparing your retail store for 420. September will be in New York for Business of Cannabis New York for two days. So more information on that in the information below. And also, for those that are wondering what the event last week in New York looked like for Business of Cannabis New York sessions, we have a recap of the event with photos on our website, businessofcannabis.com, but also in the description below. There is a direct link, so check that out. For today's stories, looking into the cannabis crystal ball at South by Southwest, Cannabis workers with criminal records could be exactly what you need for your shop. Nevada's Planet 13 is expanding, and sign of the times, distressed California retailers are up for sale. For our first story, industry reps like Benzinga's Javier Haas uh, and so-called futurist Faith Popcorn were on hand at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, two weeks ago to look towards the 2050 and discuss what the future holds for the evolving cannabis industry. This is in a story from the Austin Chronicle. From the perspective of labor and employment, the quote, taking back our time, finding calm in our lives, and another panel which is called Cannabis at the Office, our full and best self at work. Panels unpacked how cannabinoids could moderate the mood at work in positive ways, especially if a different version of ourselves is busy with tasks in the metaverse. Quote, cannabis is about homeostasis and creating balance. This was from a panelist, Julian, uh, Julian Cohen, who was the Chief Information Officer of Canopy Growth. Experts also predicted a more sophisticated approach to the role of cannabis and wellness in the future. And uh, panels, they all demonstrated how the true potential of cannabinoid science has come a long way, but is yet to be understood, including in Texas, where cannabis is not yet legal, and Republicans there may never want to legalize it. So if we could legalize cannabis in Austin and in Texas, South by Southwest might actually be a lot more fun. It's fun anyway. No offense. For our second story, employees of criminal records could give cannabis businesses an extra edge over competitors. This is from a story in MJ Biz Daily. They are often subject matter experts, according to Kobe Evans, the co-owner of Boston-based Pure Oasis. And it's not just cannabis-related offenses, frankly. One Pure Oasis employee had, bad, uh, had offenses related to graffiti, which came in handy when the company needed graffiti-based artwork. And because of the harms on the war on drugs, there's a strong moral argument for hiring those with can cannabis-related convictions. According to Kika Keith, she, uh, the founder uh, and CEO of Los Angeles retailer Gorilla RX Wellness, I think it's a ripe market waiting to be tapped into. For our third story, known for its massive 112,000-square-foot dispensary in Las Vegas, Nevada, Planet 13 Holdings is expanding to Jacksonville, Florida, with a dispensary located beside a Walmart superstore. This is in the street. This is the first signed lease of our initial six planned neighborhood-style stores, all focused on major population centers and heavily trafficked retail locations. This from the CEO, Bob Grosbeck. 
According to New, Ven New Cannabis Ventures, the company also has expanded, uh, ready to expand into Orange County, and is also shopping for space for another superstore in downtown Chicago. Talk about a miracle mile. And for our final story, looking to make a late entry into cannabis's, uh, California's tough cannabis space? Well, MJ Biz uh, last week sent out a sponsored newsletter advertising several distressed must-sell retail businesses listed by Green Life Business Group. There's one in Oakland, a retail delivery and manufacturing distribution on-site consumption business listed for $1.75 million. There's another for $1.5 million, a dispensary and delivery business in San Francisco is up for sale. And in Desert Hot Springs, another retail and delivery business is up for sale for $1.325 million. Those are just a few of the must-sells. Peru's Green Life's full set of cannabis businesses listings for sale. You can see the list on businessofcannabis.com. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 10,000 others and catch all of these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. And coming up right now, Krista Raymer, the retail expert, part of our expert series, talking about pricing strategies for your cannabis retail store or dispensary. Today, we're going to talk about pricing in a cannabis retail environment and how impactful it really is to our bottom line. Pricing in a cannabis retail environment is a really important consideration to make. Customers' attraction as well as retention can be directly tied back to pricing. Now, different customers will pay different attention to pricing and its sensitivity. So what we want to first think about is whether we are being price sensitive ourselves or whether our customers are. Our own personal biases really impact our decisions on how we price in a cannabis retail store. So first, we need to take the emotion out of it and take a look at how our customers perceive the value of the product. Pricing and how we nuance and price our products individually is going to directly tie back to our profitability. And so this is a really important aspect of the business to be on top of and manage accordingly as we bring in new products. So next up, let's talk about some KPIs on how we measure how effective our pricing is in a retail environment. The first one is velocity. We talked about velocity from an inventory perspective, but we also want to talk about it from a pricing perspective. Changing a price can directly impact the velocity of a particular product and how quickly it sells in the store. And so we want to be aware of what the velocity is and how that relates to our price points in store, and if there are levers we can pull to amplify that velocity. The second one is gross margin. Gross margin at the end of the day is going to directly impact our profitability. And so there are areas where if we set the price at a certain level, then we can expect a certain return in terms of gross margins. Being able to drive healthy gross margins is going to pad our budgets so that we can run a profitable environment and absorb some of the other costs associated with running a cannabis retail store. So our third KPI to think about with pricing is what our average price of our product is in store. If we're running a retail environment and our inventory is all priced low, then that's going to directly impact our average per customer. Opposingly, if we run an inventory where the price point is high, that will also impact our average per customer. So taking an assessment of what our overall price points look like, both as a store level as well as those categories that we talked about in inventory, become really important in understanding what potential we have in driving our average per customer. 
So let's get into some tips and tricks for pricing in our cannabis retail store. The first one is that we can use cents as a code. What does that mean? It essentially means that we can send very subtle messages to our bud tenders about products in store based off of what the cents are. So if we change products, for example, to 99 cents, that might mean that they're on promotion. This is a tool both for our bud tenders as well as can read into the psychology of pricing of our customers to influence a decision around purchasing a product. Our second tip around pricing in a cannabis retail store is that the prices should show up. We want to ensure that there is either signage or an indication of price with all of the products in store. What we know is that if a price isn't attached to a product, it often doesn't sell. And so if we include the, all of the information for our customer, it's much more likely to help get the product sold. And the third tip or trick that we want to consider is what our pricing mix looks like. So if we're helping our customers by making decisions around our product with merchandising or inventory assortment, we also want to make sure that we've got a diverse set of price points in store that help bring in our customer when they're shopping in a retail environment. That might include presenting three similar products at three different price points, an entry, a mid, and a higher price point. This is going to influence what products get sold as well as influence our average per customer. Thanks for joining us today. If you have more questions or want to know how to drive a profitable retail environment in cannabis, you can reach out to me directly at Vitrina Group. We have more awesome content just like this that will be on businessofcannabis.com. That was episode 51 of the Cannabis Daily Show. For those keeping track, thank you for joining us here on YouTube, wherever you caught this program. And please do subscribe and we will see you tomorrow.